1: Today we talk with Jamal Johnson, life coach, sexuality coach, and one-taste trained orgasmic meditator about how to hunt down and disarm those internal landmines of ours that keep us from connecting more with our partner, plus other great tips and tools to help us get deeper. Good day, everyone. Welcome back. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. Yes. And uh, we... um, We're very excited to be talking with Jamal Johnson today, Yeah, who is joining us via Skype from New York.
2: Nueva York. Hello. Hey. Are you there?
0: Yeah, I'm here. I'm in sunny Chelsea right now. Sunny Chelsea? Is it sunny there? No. Okay. I'm like,
1: like, how bizarre. You're in New York and it's sunny and we're in LA and it's like cloudy and and doomy.
2: Yeah, it's really, we were very confused by the rain. I I haven't smelled that wet air in I mean, probably a year. No, <laughs> oh, it's been a rainy season. Six months. Anyway,
1: yeah. Anyway, how's <laughs> Chelsea today?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a little. It's a little dismal. Um, it's a little gray. It's been gray for some days, and it's been um, and, and we're getting we're getting a, a second helping of winter right now. Oh. So um, so it's been a little bit brutal weather-wise, Which... and my oh. and my 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 seasonal affective disorder is acting up.
1: <laughs> oh no. Well we're here to, yeah. to help cheer you up. I think that this <laughs> okay. is the
2: perfect topic to deal with these sorts of things, which is orgasmic meditation. And we're gonna be talking about orgasm. Okay, just yes. Well, so Jamal, yes.
1: Go ahead. There, there's nothing nothing's gonna brighten your day up more than talking about orgasm and connection and sex. So it's I think I don't know.
2: For us, I think it's <laughs> you know, for me it's medicinal, it's healing, it's a process. Anyway, so we brought Jamal on to talk about um A couple topics and kind of just flow but but through his experience with orgasmic meditation and his knowledge as a life coach right
1: so Jamal is a is a one taste trained orgasmic meditation coach he's also a life coach and a sexuality coach so that's a lot of uh, coaching it's a (laughs) lot of knowledge and we're very excited to pick your brain because (laughs) I think definitely T and I and uh, probably everyone listening could use your perspective on many things so um, So, yeah, really, I mean, I think it's a it's a really
2: interesting combination of training that you've had. Um, So can I say I've actually I've known Jamal for a while and before you became officially kind of licensed to do this work, um, or if you can call it that, I guess, I don't know, certified. Uh, And so it's been really cool to see your evolution, that you've always had this interest. And I guess I I wanted to hear a little bit about what led you into specifically orgasmic meditation and what you think um, is gained by that.
0: Mm. um well um well first of all let let me explain what orgasmic meditation is i think um i think that might be it might be nice just to give everybody a chance to understand what we're talking about yeah um um, and then and then i'll rely on you guys to keep me on track um after that explanation (laughs) you like how i got here um orgasmic meditation is a um it's a 15 minute uh partnered awareness practice um it is a physical practice in that in that in that um, someone who we usually end up calling the stroker will be touching the person that we call the strokey. and um, and the stroker will be using uh, usually his, but that's not that's not a hard and fast rule at all. Uh, but usually his um, left um, index finger to stroke um, the stroker who is, uh, <laughs> who is who. Who for these purposes we will call a female because but again the, the strokey does not have to identify as a female uh but 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 they do have to have a clitoris and then we'll be stroking mm-hmm. clitoris on the in, in the upper left quadrant which is uh the part on any human body that has the most nerve endings um wait on male and is, female uh yeah any human body male mm-hmm. or female
2: the upper but what does that mean on a male for, yeah, exactly. i mean when you say upper left quadrant does that mean like
0: of, of the clitoris so Sorry, yeah so that spot like no matter what body you're in that spot's got the most nerve endings i mean maybe there's somebody who has a different situation but like as a rule
2: right we're looking at a 99 percent uh
1: i'm I'm still i'm sorry this is very basic but are we talking about people who have clitorises or even a guy has an upper left quadrant like
0: no oh, no no no. we're talking about the clitoris we're talking okay thank you yeah sorry there sorry. was somehow
2: yeah i was like so the upper left part of the shaft
0: no, uh clitoris. right because the penis is yeah. kind. Of, yeah anyway yeah.
1: okay got um, it
0: yeah that's that's a that's a that's a dumb podcast the, I know. the ways in which penis, clitorises are are I'm similar, similar. Um, yeah, um um but for our purposes <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll focus on the clitoris and we'll say that um that um that the awareness the, the, the practice is um is goalless but um one of its benefits is that it um it it tends to give people insights into their awareness insights into their sexuality and it tends to supercharge their ability to connect uh limbically with other people and in this case we would describe connection as the ability to um, feel the feelings of others, the ability to sort of, yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pretty pleased that I've done this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and when you say limbic system as well, I just, can you clarify, I think, Mm. think the regular listener.
0: Sure. Uh, your limbic system is the, um, is, well, it actually controls a bunch of different, um, uh, functions in your body, but for the purposes, purposes that we're talking about, it's the ability to con- to control the extent to which you are open and available to to um, inhabit the, the the emotions of others and be affected um, by them and have them and have them uh, connect with you and feel you in the space. There's a bunch of other things that we could talk about with regard to limbic systems, right. but I think for right. this, yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. But I I really love what you're saying about being not just that you are able to connect with what others are feeling, but that actually you're that you're able to like almost put out more of an energy that they're able to feel. I feel like I've met people who have this synergy or this field. No, I get that it's receiving, but I've never heard someone sort of mention that when you're like when your limbic system is receiving, you're also able to sort of um, share, share more effectively outwardly. Hmm. And I think that that makes sense for me when I think of very uh, in-touch people I've met and I'm like, wow, that energy field they carry or like, wow, they're so giving, like when they hug you or something, you know, you just feel it in this more enriched way and mm-hmm. I, and it's such a gift and I feel like that's tied into the awareness.
0: I, I would say that one of the things that I was taught and, and I would say that this ends up, ends up um, ends up helping me in my life and helps me (laughs) when I'm having fights with my partner Um, (laughs) is that if you want to connect, um, it makes sense to become connectable first. I love Um, that.
2: Uh, Which I feel a, Oh, go ahead. Were you finishing a thought Jamal?
0: (laughs) Don't worry about it. Go ahead. No, no, no,
2: no. no, 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 I want to hear you go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was just saying, so like the more, the more you can shut down, um, that thing that makes you um hold on to your point of view hold on to the thing that you're saying hold on to the to the way that you want to be and the more you can actually just be vulnerable uh when you're when you're with other people the more likely you are for to 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 not only get where they're coming from but for them to get get where you're coming from
2: yeah i feel like i've been on a a long journey of that in the last year but i'll have that like like defense moment like i lift the you know the armor and then i'm like (sighs) Okay, just listen to what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, I can relate to why my housemate is upset I haven't been taking out the recycling.
0: <laughs> you <know>? well <laughs> or, you know, silly,
2: but but you know, you get you're like armed, you're like st- you know, don't attack. Right. I mean everyone's different, but I have certain hot buttons like that.
1: Yeah, I think we all do. And this kind of leads me into can I jump into the yes, story? I
2: wanted to, I was like, Hey, that's exactly the story. <laughs> the
1: story that i that happened yesterday it was a con conver- and jamal this is a, I'm like it's so awesome you just said that because um okay, so I was talking with a very close friend yesterday who called me who's engaged and um uh he w- they're having trouble in the relationship and um and I know him very well, and I know uh, his issues very well. And so I was just trying to coach him a little bit. Didn't have Jamal in my pocket. So I was doing the best I could. Um but he, he basically what it boiled down to is he said he said that um you know they're they're having an issue with intimacy I suppose and and she's um She's having a hard time sharing herself intimately. She's not really, she's feeling very emotionally vulnerable in her place in life right now and all this stuff. And, and my, and so she's
2: not as giving sexually. Right. And she, she
1: just doesn't, she's, right. She's needing a different kind of like, emo- she, she keeps telling him, I want you to, I need you to be my rock. I need you to be here for me. And my friend was telling me, he admitted earlier, in fact, that he says, I think I might have, I might be a sex addict because I do, I feel like if I don't get sex from her intimacy, then um, uh, like it drives me crazy. Like I get angry. So he's been sort of working with this on his own. But in summary, like he, it's like she's wanting, she's ready, she's needing a deeper, more like limbic (laughs) level of connection, it sounds like. Like and emotional, maybe outside of the bedroom. Outside of the bedroom. And my friend is, um, he's, the challenge is that he's not able to get through, uh, the what am I trying to say? His he's, own issues. Well, <laughs> yes, and and so he's not able, and he he admitted he's like I can't get there with her. Like I like I I am trying to. He's he's very reactive. He's so reactive in the relationship that he's not able to give her emotionally what she needs and to be there for her because he's so reactive. And and
2: well, you mentioned that sort of like spots. he has these landmines that, exactly. sh- that yes. keep triggering.
1: Yeah, and so that's what it, that's what it came to. And I said, well, if you really want to connect with her, I feel like. you you have these landmines these bombs that are in you that have been set in you from different experiences in life and I feel like you really need to become aware of those landmines and what they are and basically face the monster in the closet because otherwise every time your relationship triggers or or an event or something lands on one of these landmines you're just gonna it's gonna be an explosive and you're never gonna be able to control your reaction to these things like you really need to face it so right
2: and in that communication in order
1: to connect with her more deeply and to reach her on her level so I I so and, and that's I guess in terms of connection I was really thinking about it in terms of you know really developing an ability to connect with ourselves more deeply um in order to then be more connectable right I guess, in your vocabulary Jamal and so I guess my question would be to you um like what kind of it sounds like what kind of tools or like uh what what could what could help people like identify get, identify those issues these and how to move
0: forward, yeah
2: and be able to connect I mean are you and be more connectable are you seeing a lot of that in orgasmic meditation or just in general anyway
0: yeah um yeah I do I do see a lot of that in orgasmic meditation and um and um, I do. I, ju- I just see that in society at large. Like that happens a lot in life that people um, seek to protect themselves in the spots that they are tender. And I think that that's pretty adaptive, right? I don't think sure. that's the kind of thing that you can look at someone and go, "Oh my God, you're so terrible" because you're you don't want to be in pain, you know. Right, I think yeah. that that makes sense. Um, what? Well, first of all, I wish your friend were here because uh as you as you were doing I was just like itching to actually get like get yeah my, ask my, my those questions <laughs> Yeah, <to ask. laughs> you're like oh we <laughs> can massage those <laughs> out <laughs> but, I, what I would, but okay but let's but let's bring it out to since I don't know your friend let, let's bring it out to the general Right, um, and
2: and maybe right. things you've seen
0: or, yeah and, and things that I would see well I would I like to go from conceptual frameworks of stuff I like to, I like to give people some sort of um some rules of the of the road that I have discovered that worked the best for me and I think the, the first rule of road would be to be crazy in public um, mm-hmm. is and what that means in this case and um, and again and this is not this is not to speak to be speak against the mentally ill people but it's actually just to say like to actually let let things out you know like I find one of the most beautiful things that I can do in my own relationship is to actually um, let my partner know that I'm having trouble and let my partner know that I'm in on the joke that it's entirely irrational. I uh, mm. I'm am i am in a polyamorous relationship in which in which we often have you know, like, like we we have understandings about 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 how sex with other partners works and how things work in general and um and the amount you know sleepovers you know and any number of things you know and we, we we try not to have rules but we do have understandings about it and the other day i was at at my partner's house and i opened her fridge and there were beers in the fridge and i looked at the i looked at the at the, at the beers in the fridge and i went huh and i you know and i sort of got <laughs> that huffy thing and i said those are not her beers she doesn't even like beers you know and then I, and, and then i uh and then, and then and then i held it right so now for 45 minutes if she gets a text message that guy with his fucking beers, and then and, um, and then I go in the backyard, and and I'm like, well, I wonder what's moved in the backyard, because she probably had beers in the backyard with this guy, you know what I mean? And then I'm just like, and now I've got 45 minutes of talking about beer. Like, you know, in your like, head uh, yeah it's, it, in my head I'm not relating she's probably talking about something that's really happening or like what vacation we're going to take or what cool thing we're going to do or how much she loves me I can't hear it because I'm going fucking beers you know and so and so my feeling is the second I am I, the second I copped to it the second I said to her I said to her oh you know my feelings really hurt about the beer she was like well, Jamal, like, you know, this guy came over and, you know, he wanted some beers. And I went, I get it. I understand that he wants beers. I'm just, you know, I'm just being irrational right now. And then I said, Oh, it's probably because I want to have more space and have ownership, you know, of of the spaces that we share. You know? Mm, yeah. And then she, and then she's like, Aw. <laughs> she gave me a big hug and she like and she loved me that little bit deeper because because the vulnerable thing to say was the thing that was really about how much I wanted to connect with her and own her and be and, and own her. And, and again, you know, <laughs> not, not, in a term, but like, but be, be with her in, in every space that I possibly could. Right. You know, right. and mm-hmm. we don't like to admit like how much, like how much need that creates in us, you know, but when you admit it, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're a little crazy in public, all of a sudden you can get deeper in your own understanding of yourself, your partners can connect to you more. And then everyone's got this opportunity to, to really dialogue or you could be mad about beers.
1: Right. And I think, and, and and that's a beautiful example of how, like, um, I mean, yeah, at the root of the beer thing, which seems silly at the root of it is a really (laughs) sort of profound and deep, um, concern for you. Right. Like, uh, -hmm. and, and so to be able to be aware of that and bring it up and communicate it like that. That happening is what's Going to bond you I think and, and, and You're right like like when I'm thinking about my friend It's like I mean he I think These are really big landmines that he's probably Never looked at his entire life so I think they're really
2: weighted um, And that's probably not going to be Very pretty but um, No but but yeah it's it's starting It's like that's a great starting point Of expression right and um, so that's
1: awesome That you so do you feel like I think some people think well I just I'm just not that way I'm just not that um aware or I'm not like I don't think people understand that you can learn and train yourself to develop this awareness about these hot spots. you know it's not mm-hmm. just oh, I'm just not that way, so well, deal with me as I am, you know what I mean mm-hmm. has that That's so it. so yeah, can you comment on like your experience of transformation or like or yeah yeah go ahead. yeah,
0: um I can say that um. I can say that it, it, it starts small and it's, and, and I guess, I guess my answer to I'm not that way is you are not that way until you get positive feedback. And then the second you start, the second you start doing something and, and it works for you, um, then, then, then you start changing. I mean, uh, I have clients who, um, I, I have I've have, I've have clients and I have and I have friends who have been able to turn things like getting fired into into uh, opportunities for growth for growth and okay. these are people who like do their taxes in you know in in December you know right
2: yeah to type a <laughs> <laughs> really
0: type a people and so and so when we when we talk about not, and 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 the way that they did it is um is by getting more and more in tune with um with their desire and more and more in tune with and, and and the way you get into your desire of course is by being vulnerable to your desire right you um so like they say something like i didn't want that job anyway i wouldn't have known i didn't want that job because i was so busy holding on to the idea of having money you know yeah the and, idea <laughs> yeah exactly and uh and by 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 slowly but surely getting in tune with the with the idea that i really that i really what i really want getting fired can become a gift because now I can go and look for the thing that I really want. And I have tools for that. But that thing for, for these people, is, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about one person in particular, I <laughs> think for this person, it, it, it was a really um, like, I, I watched the beginning of that person's journey about a year ago and I, and I, and I, and I see where they are now. And I know that it was just a bunch of baby steps and it was a lot of like long phone calls with me and with some other mutual friends of ours. I yeah. just got that person. That got that person sharing and got that person in in a place where they could get used to their desire and and get used to being in touch with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. uh,
2: I I feel like I've, um, this thought is in my head. I remember taking a, a partner to this like Valentine's Day Thai massage thing, right? Where it was like, we do it together and it's a class where we learn to rub each other. And I remember feeling frustrated that I didn't feel like he was able to connect in his touch with me. And it became uh-huh. almost this agitation. I remember thinking, be patient. Like, <laughs> you know, he's he is giving. It's just somehow, you know, I was like, why isn't it more connected? And I felt frustrated. And I guess it's coming up for me in my head because I'm thinking about what well, we're talking about, connection. But but it seems like orgasmic meditation is something that would allow for that, like, a, a deeper a understanding of that access. Sorry, yes, my a long-term relationship. Okay um, someone that I was, you know, that we had a healthy sex life and often I did feel connected with him, you know? So, so it was surprising almost to see that he, in that I, you know, we, I wish we had explored it more. I feel like, and maybe I didn't even communicate, you know, that, that, that I felt that frustrating, but I think I was afraid of communicating that also because it was like, well, what am I trying to tell him? I'm like, your touch is lousy, you know? Or like, But, but that's not what I'm trying to say. It's like, <laughs> it's like you're somehow not connecting with me in this different way right like it's not sexual right like you're mm-hmm. not trying to get me off you're trying uh-huh. to um i you know what touch was me exercise? fully what's well, thai massage oh time okay. and it's an exercise you know they're teaching you how to massage your partner um more intimately uh-huh. i don't know familiarity with the body uh so i guess yeah i don't know do you have thoughts on kind of how does orgasmic meditation help you become more in tune with the touch um gentler or uh, gentle is even the wrong word because you don't always want gentle it's kind of like more intuitive and and vibing with what your partner is feeling right
0: yeah i would say that what 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 you said that uh, well first of all that that idea in general really resonates with with the practice as i understand it um i mean it is mindful touch and it is it is touch in which um one of the things that they that they they say a lot is that when when you are stroking, you stroke for your own pleasure.
2: Mm-hmm. You don't
0: stroke you don't stroke with the goal of getting someone off because it's not sex, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, the practice itself, and and what that ends up doing is it, uh, it allows you to fully inhabit, you know, that you know the the moment that you're in. And also, uh, what, when when we stroke, or also in, in general, O.M. They say that you should only have your attention on the point of contact, and that's it. Mm. And so every single moment is its own individual slow moment, and so if we translate that to time time massage, you know that would allow for a total difference in the way that someone would touch you right. if you if you could feel their delight in every single moment of touching you. but I also will say that it's a skill. I would say that when I started oming I didn't feel anything. I was just like mm. in my head like you know like. Replaying like Deuce of Hazard episodes for like the first like, month or two. <laughs> Finally, it's you know again it's it's a it's a skill that you learn and
1: well it's mindfulness and- mindfulness doesn't come it's not just like a drop of a hat like oh all of a sudden I can erase all thoughts from my mind no but but so quieting <laughs> the mind
2: and yeah. focus right I mean it is meditation mm-hmm. just with this I think extra in some, yeah I think in some ways there's almost this fear or exoticism to it right it's the clitoris and we're so. This is what I'm saying. Can I? So I just wanted to address <laughs> the
1: elephant in the room, which is like, I mean, I think tea, we've 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 been aware of one taste, you know, and and we've never done it. it. We've never done it, but we're, we've been aware of it. So we've talked with people for about it for a little while, and but for people who are listening, it's like, what? You sit in a room with other people and you lay down and you let some stranger stroke your clitoris. What? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to say, like, yeah. yes. Like when I first heard about this, I'm like, what the fuck? Like this is. This is like, how on earth would that help me? I'm just going to go sit in a room and meditate on my own. Thank you very much. Right. But, but, but like really, really? When, I, when, I, when I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you tell these stories and I'm like, okay, I'm envisioning someone doing this to me. I, I'm trying to have my own make-believe session here. But I do think that there's so many, like when you involve your genitals and a stranger and it's non-sexual, that's super like I'm sure that brings up a lot of stuff. Scary. It's not gonna happen alone with me on my couch. Uh,
0: yeah, it's funny <laughs> because you actually just just brought up a lot of stuff for me. Like like what you just really. Oh. Um, yeah. No, no, not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. It just um. It's just there's so like there there are so many things to this because we are sort of in this place of of of, of really um understanding and experimenting with people's sexuality, which is a very very powerful force that we do an incredibly poor job of dealing with in our culture so so it's pretty you know there, there, there's so much there and the other thing i, I really want to say and actually i should have said it earlier is that i don't work for one taste right. i'm an independent contractor so i just want to sit like be clear that my opinions on all this stuff on my own sure um i just want to have that out there just so everybody knows um and the other thing i would say is that the way that we think of sex in general it, it, it's my opinion Sort of puts us in these very um, finite places. Like, like you, you, you had said, um, Stephanie, that I would have someone do this to me, <laughs> and and I'm really clear uh, that om that ohm is a thing. orgasm meditation is something that people do together, that you do with someone, hmm. you know. And- even if
1: even if you don't know them, because there are people who come together as strangers, right?
0: There, there are people come together as strangers. There, there is a thing called a circle in which, in which, um, you know, anywhere from you know, two two partners to twenty five to a hundred partners, we'll will we'll get we'll get together and own and om together. It's like, is
2: it more um, intimidating with a group or just with one person in the room? You know, it's like interestingly. Take your poison, people.
0: <laughs> well, okay, so that's the other thing that comes up for me is how we've got like one of the most powerful forces in the world. Sexuality. Is com- yeah, sexuality. That is completely individualized. That every single person that comes in will come in with their own particular fears and things that they worry about. You know. So right. for me, so for me, um, oming in a group is less scary than than oming with a particular partner. Um,
2: right. Like there's like, almost more you know, intimacy in in one on one.
0: Well, well, I'm I'm a guy, right? And I've and I've grown up as a guy to to have a pretty good idea about what the rules are and what I'm supposed to do. So, and so I'm in someone's house or they're in my house and like, do they get tea? Do they, uh, <laughs> do we hang out afterwards? Even though, I, like if, if I may not know this person, um, am I allowed to bring every every emotional bit of myself into the own for fear of, um, of, of, of an intimidating a person and having it feel too sexy, quote unquote? You know, um,
2: right? Yeah. Well, uh, it's interesting that more boundaries come up with that with one person because it's almost like they're in control of giving you um, uh, freedom. Like, like, do are are you going to judge me? And when there's only Mm -hmm. one person. I think it can, right, it can become like this, it's this bigger thing. Whereas I think when there's a group, everyone's like, nah, man, like these are the rules. <laughs> and you're kind of, you mm-hmm. almost, you have like a glow, you have like a global approval.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely right. And, that, and I would say for other people, they, they, they might have entirely different sets of concerns, you know? Um, right. Right. And there, and I think that one of the tricks that we learn in OM is that they, 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 they say that, that, um, that, that you should be in approval of every stroke. And the more you approve of every stroke, you know, the the, le- the less you worry about how things smell and what your shirt was like and whether or not your armpits are sweating and and uh, and, and who else is in the room with you. The, the more you just approve of the fact that you're doing a practice that at the end of the day is challenging you and helping you, the better, the more in tune you can be with the process, the better you can be about that. I mean, so it's so- like
2: a goal and like that's the goal in mind. And you're saying sort of like an intention moment by moment. with every touch like like I'm not going to just stroke. I'm intent. Like I'm making. I'm approving this motion. Is that almost is that like
1: what you mean allowance? Are? It almost sounds like allowance. Like I'm allowing this to happen. I'm allowing this moment yes. to exist.
0: Yes, exactly. Well, yeah. you, you, uh, you, you surrender to 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 the to your practice. You surrender to the thing that you're engaged in. So and,
2: yeah,
1: okay. Uh,
2: no, I think I'm just <laughs> no, processing. No, I was- <laughs> Like let's have a moment. In fact, this is a great moment to take a break because I've let us go longer.
1: Okay, that's fine. But that when off? we come back, I wanna um so first of all, we're talking with Jamal Johnson. You can go to his website is Jamal Johnson Coaching. He's a he's a one taste orgasmic meditation coach, life coach Trained. and sexuality coach. And um also you guys have a retreat at the end of April, right? It's you can yeah, go April twenty fourth. Okay Um, and there are other retreats as well But you guys check out be well Be to check out more Information on that and when we come back I I Want to I mean this is a fascinating Method of Um, connecting with ourselves and connecting with another person Um, and when we come back I want to talk more about uh, something that T and I are going through which is sort of a different phase in life which I think relates to yeah it does it's and and the question for us is are you know is this are we broken is this a phase in life and and it's
2: all rooted in when do we decide to orgasm
1: orgasm which is which is also connection like how T and I are really um wanting to or not wanting to connect with people so when we come back yeah. uh tweet, you can instagram us and all of that at yeah, we talk sex to join the conversation and uh we'll be right back
2: Hey guys, we're back with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm
1: A. And we're talking with Jamal Johnson, who is a life coach, a sex coach, and a certified orgasmic meditation trainer, uh, which is Om Technique. Oh, I see. One- I'm,
0: I'm I'm trained. I'm uh, I'm I'm trained. I'm getting my certification soon, but I'm not certified yet. Uh, I feel like, well, well, like it's, yeah. he's
1: very he's like right there.
2: <laughs> and I mean, well, you're, I feel like by the time you're hosting the workshop, it'll be <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. it's like, that's, which that's everyone true. can go by to. By the time April 24th, listens to this, yeah. probably. <laughs> but yeah, by April twenty fourth, we're game on. <laughs> um, so
1: we're talking with Jamal about about I guess it's it, you know, connection in general and how uh, this really unique. Practice of uh, of Stroking uh, clitoris uh, Can deepen your connection With yourself and other people and Activate connection in other ways and One well, open up whatever blocks you have Right and um, but, but we were life. Talking over break about um, What what does get in our way uh, with connecting with other people and one thing that came up is as mindset like all the different beliefs one well, fears and fears that me. people hold that um
2: hold on to I mean it's, well and that you project out I mean I feel right. like I actually I keep I feel like in connecting. Many, right in many ways I had openness or my nature was to be open but the way that I was raised was to like inhibit things and not trust like I'd be right. like I don't know this isn't safe I don't have all the information I'm stopping I'm stopping it even though I have like the impulse to go forward and um mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I yeah. go ahead. No, no, or just beliefs about like
1: how relationships should be or how sex should be or shouldn't be or or what it is and isn't. And it's like, like, I think we we go through the world without even being aware that those are a choice.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, and so, Jamal, you shared a story with us about it was kind really of, fascinating. that I wanted you to. Yeah. Kind of. a. I felt like it was a revelation for you. But maybe what led you into the work you're doing?
0: So um so I had it that I was going to be a, um, a sex educator. I thought that I was somehow going to teach people novel ways to use their genitals, which is <laughs> um, respect like absurdity. People are really good at figuring out how to use their genitals. Well, not necessarily.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I've, I've told people like, if it feels good, lean into it. It's like they'll follow the white I, yeah. rabbit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I would just I would just say that like, you know, that the information you need is a Google away to, right. uh, with regard to sort of how, how to use your genitals and further how to do that safely. I would say that um, it, it has been my experience that where we run into problems is, is when we, is, is, is when we can't see our, when we can't see ourselves, when, when we can't connect to ourselves, other, other people. And that ends up being the place where we, where, where we stop, when we stop connecting and start doing things that, that don't feel good, that, that, don't account, that we can't account for, or just straight up don't make any sense? And I think that that's where all of our – like whenever someone comes with a problem, it usually has something to do with a, a belief they have that, that they sort of feel is untrue, but they can't emotionally connect enough to, to, to knock it down. Right. Um, wow. And,
1: and, do we have an example? That's well yeah, said. I do. Yeah. I
0: do. Hey, tell yeah. us an example, <laughs> Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> well, well um, Behind the Fourth Wall, we, 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 we're cheating because I had already told these guys this story, but but it's uh, it's one of my favorites um, because it because it really describes how I got into this. Um, I was I, I went on a date with this woman and uh, she was Ivy League educated. Uh, you know, she got, she got, she got an um, undergrad and master at Ivy League school. And she was and she was a teach, and she's a teacher and um and we we hooked up i like i came on her tits <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's just put yeah, it out no, there yeah you need the details great great <laughs> right, right, right so not necessarily penetration just, <laughs> just fooling around no,
0: no penetration you know Hondura were on and that kind of thing yeah. um i've been, <laughs> I've been I've been very have been very clear during the date that I was polyamorous, and uh, and and after the date, every I thought everything everything had gone well. I later learned from friends that she had spent the week really concerned about the extent to which I was I was um, STD free, and like and really concerned about, about, about that the fact of my polyamory would make me with with dirty. Would, 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 dirty can you i know? ask
2: you quickly I, uh, had had you I, 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 talked about stds um prior to having se- you know playing around with her like kind of just that quick like yeah i'm like, clean i was tested six months ago
1: i don't talk about it. If i'm do. making out with someone
2: i'll ask yeah wow yeah no i think i think
0: uh, we i know that we we ended up we ended up discussing it afterwards because we, we had we had another conversation about about some stuff and stds right um, like oh
2: should have so- talked about this but just confirming and you're like yeah we're
0: good <laughs> I think it was, I think it was, I think it was a, l- a little bit more like by, by, by way of a conversation that, 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 that conversation didn't happen, okay. but I had mentioned that I was, that, that, that I, I was negative and, I, and I'd had a panel done recently. Nice. Uh, but I, but, but again, that wasn't, that didn't really matter. You sure. Know? Sure.
2: No, um, I was just sort of illustrating uh, that moment. But
0: yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm, I mean, what I'm, what I'm saying is that, is that my word didn't matter. What, what mattered to this woman was that, was that she thought she was going to get AIDS through her boobs because I was polyamorous and
1: you <laughs> like, you like literally get, literally
0: yeah you, you can't get <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if anybody doesn't know that but you cannot do that it doesn't work that way yeah and google this, and, this, and, and this woman and this who is an was ivy, ivy League Yeah. yeah yeah and she's like calling her friends when she could have googled and gone boom aids and it would have been like and then she would have gotten like a null response from google that was just like like google's shoulder shrug like you know something like that <laughs>
1: does not <Yeah>. exist
0: <laughs> and um but what, but what was clear what became clear to me was that was that she thought sex was dirty she thought people who engaged in sex um freely were dirty and she thought that she would catch their dirty by virtue of i mean well this is, uh, i should i should be clear this is what I imagine is happening in her world. I did not I did not specifically ask her these questions and get that answer from her. Right. But that was the that was the feeling and that was the lesson that I had carried with me about it. Mm-hmm. That, that that that's what happens when when your when your own limiting beliefs become more important than any facts you can gather. Because even a very, very casual search for facts would have would have given her different information. But her limiting belief was so strong and so powerful that she that it had the warp of reality in order to in, or, in order to fit in with that. Yeah. You know, believed you can get boob AIDS rather than believe that it was just fine for her to enjoy, you know, hooking up with someone.
1: Yeah, I I mean, you're right in that it's it's funny what keeps us blind, you know, because you're right. I mean, and she's a smart woman. So, of course, (laughs) she knows that she could Google and figure this out. But I think what's lacking in in someone with who's stuck in that mindset and and even in my friend who I mentioned earlier, who had the, you know, the landmines that keep him from connecting his relationship. What's missing, I see, is a curiosity and a willingness to see or, or trust or just connect rather than judging it well it's almost like because you do, she doesn't want to see she doesn't want to she doesn't want to address the fact that she thinks that sex is dirty or the fear that sex is dirty or the potential truth that maybe sex is dirty because that's the fear right so she has to address it in order to overcome it and and like be able to have the courage to look on google and see in her mind the worst case scenario is that yes sex is dirty and you're going to get all these things, and you're a horrible person if you have sex. But if she, I, if okay. she's fearless, you know, if she's willing to, willing and curious enough to even see, I like, then she could look. And
2: Jam- yeah, Jamal. I liked you. You know, in an earlier conversation, you had kind of used the phrase, you know, uh, the fear creates a narrative in your mind that isn't true to reality or true to facts, like you're saying. Like you can see the facts, but you're, you know, you sort of have this yeah fear I mean I feel like I had I had a moment once where I did have sex with someone without a condom and I I was like oh my god oh my god I'm gonna get something totally and again he's you know a sexually active person where I was like that's it that's it and he was (laughs) and I mean here's the thing is obviously you hope that the person that you engage in sex with has your best interest at heart I mean I'm, I'm sure people have stories where that you know didn't go well but um you know, he had, he said he's, uh, that he was fine, you know, that he knew, but I, I got really upset and I was like, you have to go get tested. You know, like he didn't have, you know, he didn't know he hadn't been tested. And then he, I bet mean, he had a moment where there was like a bump on his penis and he was like, oh, <laughs> he ran and got tested. And then he's like, oh, the doctor told me I just needed to shower. <laughs> there was like what? a bump from not showering.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it was like all is well you uh, know? How do you get a bump from not showering But I well it's anyway, funny I, no, I have a friend
2: sp- Who is you know I think It's interesting because I, Well I mean I do a sex podcast I mean if you listen to our New Year's Eve okay. episode we, I'm, we t- I'm, sorry.
0: I'm sorry I gotta pause you 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 had sex with a guy who doesn't who showers so rarely that he gets penis I, <laughs> I know this is what I'm saying this is like, I wasn't with just...
2: him he lives in another city what do I don't know his showering habits at I the time, time is... that we had sex it was fine he didn't have any bumps I think he's he lying T, I think uh-huh. he's
1: lying like how who, first of all what doctor would say <laughs>
2: I, I mean no, he got tested bizarre. I'm not it's not bizarre
1: uh, well let's just say that I think bumps can happen without it being an STD like there's just I get bumps on my arm like and they're no, not, well that's but, what it was
2: it wasn't you know, from that's what I'm it's saying it's not from not showering well I think in his case it was oh my <laughs> god you had sex with someone who doesn't <laughs> shower that's disgusting Actually, I have a lot of conversation. This this is like a personal thing, but I'm like not into showering every day. I think like every three days is good. Every day, but enough that's going to like create bumps on your penis. If I've worked it I mean, I think that maybe he went through a little moody phase and didn't shower. And like (laughs) (laughs) post not being with me because I made him feel so good. You know, he was sad Uh, and lonely and didn't shower. (laughs) I'm just repeating back. I'm repeating back what he said to me.
0: I think, I think that everybody has a thing and I think it makes sense to be vulnerable and to admit what your thing is. And Christina, it sounds like your thing is very smelly, gentlemen. <laughs> and I, uh, <laughs> thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> he called you on as a, that. <laughs> as, a coach, as a coach, I'm just here to make that work in your life.
2: I'm. Thank you. I'm just sharing openly. I'm just sharing you you? about my own fear about oh, STDs word, with men. an unshowered man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, I would say you know but but on the flip side like let's it's different gradients right like I'm technically a sexually open person I do a podcast you know you listen to New Year's Eve episode I had 11 lovers last year you know to some that's a conservative number you know to others that's a lot and I um and my like for example my housemate again you know he'll sort of joke and and or you know he'll he'll be like oh my god like this, you know, my roommate, this wild sexual woman, you know, and, yeah. and to him it is like, have. When's the last time you were tested? Have you been tested? And it, I think this this term has sort of become a weapon a little bit. It's a it's a way of validating someone, slut shaming, yeah, shaming or validating them, and and um, it's just an interesting taboo that that comes up. I remember being at a stand up show once, and the guy made a joke like, oh, you know, who who's here's been tested, and me and this other hot chick were the only ones to raise our hands and like we were the only ones being honest but we were laughing because you know i guess it was like oh chicks have a lot of you know you're attractive you must be having sex but yeah it was interesting how people were afraid to admit if they had had a test um because of what it implies like how much weight
1: people carry around sex obviously still which is why we have this show but
0: well well one of the things that 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 comes up for me is that christina you 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 use the word clean as um you know to to talk about being um uh, being be, be negative for STDs, and that was actually one of the things, or STIs, I think is also usually STI, a better term. Everyone, in my opinion, yeah. in my opinion, you know. um, well, maybe, yeah, and I, and, uh, and and I and I just just read an article about about the inherent stigma attached to the idea of being clean versus being dirty, um, and um, and and the idea that being negative for 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 STIs. Is not the same as being clean or dirty. It's being negative for STDs. <laughs> <You're
2: right. laughs> Meaning, I could be with a man who doesn't shower, and he can be STD-free.
0: <laughs> as a matter of fact, he can.
1: <laughs> no, but you're right. It does. We do use that verbat, those words, totally freely, mm-hmm. and it really yeah. does create damage and stigma.
0: Well, well, it also, it also, again, is it, it's just like inaccurate to the facts, right? And, uh, and if we're talking about something that emotionally charged, I think it makes sense to, as best we can, you know, with the facts that we know, be accurate to the facts. And, you know, again, like whether or not you wash your armpits will not dictate. The-
2: <laughs> you are negative. And or sometimes positive. a little unwashed armpit can smell well, arousing. That, that, that I agree with. I agree. I, uh, I agree. <laughs> I had a sexual partner that um, I would say erred on the side of, you know, an OCD sort of, not diagnosed, but like, you know, very hygienic. Very clean, mm-hmm. lots of showers, and uh, kept his uh, STI results in the bathroom for just perusal. <laughs> that's on, awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> it was like within mm-hmm. reach of the toilet, so you'd like you are like, oh, what's this? That oh, just yeah, encourages totally you clean. to freely go out and jump on his cock. <laughs>
1: like, it's like that's okay. Yeah. Go to the bathroom, fresh yourself. Look at my track record. And, exactly.
0: It uh,
2: was mm-hmm. It was a, a nice. It was nice. I thought it was really clever. Did you, What
0: were they? Were they laminated? In keeping with uh, his, sh- uh,
2: I think it was, that, <laughs> it was that laminated.
0: It was laminated. that, <laughs> that, that he's, he's really like in touch with his uh, kinkos. Uh, his local kinkos totally because right. every, every couple of months yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. so can, yeah talk oh about my...
2: being proactive that's funny mm-hmm. just nip that discussion in the bud well
1: so so everyone uh so yeah i mean stds can be a big i think i mean there's a huge i think and christina t and i we're, we're going to show about stds um it's a whole separate show but i do think that this is a huge excuse that we use culturally to um, maintain distance well to maintain distance um, perhaps it has to do with a an inability or an unwillingness to connect on a deeper level um, and that could just uh, reflect that but I think also um, to continue to judge ourselves even if we're in this mode of sexual liberation and whatnot um, I think I think we totally judge
2: ourselves and each other off of
1: STIs yeah I mean Uh there's anyway Um, Um, I
2: actually, I feel like we, and this was an awesome conversation, but back to, you know, we had mentioned before the break talking about kind of, uh, where we are right now. And, and I sort of entered this new phase, Jamal, where I would say I'm, uh, orgasming significantly less with my sexual partners. And, uh, and I, I'm coming from a place where I, not always, but I fairly often would be multi-orgasmic with a partner, um, through actual intercourse, um, I like oral sex too, you know, all of it. But like, you know, through certain, you know, rhythmic motions, I would always orgasm. And I've I've noticed that I'm not as available in that way. And I think uh, I had fear that something was wrong with me. And, And now I feel like I'm maybe realizing it's, I'm still processing it, but that maybe I'm actually evolving and that maybe I'm through all of the sexual experiences I've had I'm maybe now looking for um a richer connection to allow my orgasm to exist or to to deepen mm. or to change right to have a deeper like that it's reserved almost for deeper connection with a partner than maybe kind of more casual sexual partners that I've had um mm. I think I'm I think I'm just putting that forward almost to well, engage also- you in Oh, well, yeah, I mean, and
1: I think that the I think what's interesting is because I've been going through that as well. And so I think what's interesting, T, is that you and I like we wonder if it's age
2: related. Well,
1: we do. But I mean, I think it's it's like we we feel that and we and we explore like we go into ourselves and we question, Okay, well, is there a block? Like, is there something I'm not willing to see about myself, which is then keeping me from going deeper with someone or or is it a phase? And I yeah. think it's healthy. I think um, instead of immediate. I think yeah, instead of immediately going to I'm broken. Um, I think it is sort of this looking at what is it that I'm
2: searching for. Or like you really have to find find what. So I be wanted, honest with yourself. But yeah. I wanted to turn it to Jamal and kind of uh, I don't know, just hear from you about kind of your experience. Like maybe you personally have you had evolutions in in your life, like kind of these different phases where you want different things, and also with orgasmic meditation, do you? see um i don't know like i guess people's different intentions or needs with it i mean
0: Mm. hmm. um wow again there's there's so many different things yeah um i guess that with orgasmic meditation what i saw what i saw shift in my sex is that um uh i i found that i didn't need to have i didn't need to climax as often I found that that um, that sex got to be a thing where where I did just want to connect, and so my my, my um, okay. So there's a di- distinction in Ohm between orgasm and climax. And orgasm is essentially any anything that has you deeply connected to your body and sensation.
2: Mm, um, yeah, I feel like so that- as a can I say as a woman, I do feel like when I'm having sex. Past a certain point, there is almost like a, a heightened level of arousal. That right, maybe the adjective is orgasmic, right? But not mm-hmm. orgasming, mm-hmm. not not the peak, yeah. not the
0: climax. Yeah. Exactly, and 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 I would say that like that that is, um, orgasm is infinite. You know, the 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 extent to which you can sort of get more in tune with your body, more in tune with sensation, more in tune with your partner, just is never ending. And um, and there are moments in sex where I feel like I'm just falling down like an endless beautiful tunnel, you know um, mm. and and so and I would say that there are new things open to me there and ways of playing and ways of con- ways of communicating that I hadn't had before. And I also would say that there's also been an ease with the partners that, that, that I have and, and um, you know with partners who I'm, who, I'm, who I'm not committed to or not as committed to there's, there's there's still a lot more ease and a lot more room for them to express themselves and for me to express myself and and that's changed and maybe it's um, it's
2: less like one dimensional like we're we're gunning for like a finish
0: well i won't i won't say that because i, I and again and, and that was the thing i wanted to say is that i noticed that you guys spoke in binaries a lot about like where you were the mm-hmm. idea that like um there were people like they did a casual sex sort of, well, it felt like you were saying that there, that, there, that there was a way that casual sex didn't necessarily have connection. It also felt like you were saying that, um, which, that, which we
1: don't agree that, with, but, go ahead. Yeah, no, but I'm yeah. interested in, yeah. What...
0: well, it just, I, and I think, again, I think that the, I think this is, this, this is like the clean thing with STI. These are linguistic holdovers that we have in the same way that we like to use, um, you know the word the word clean to talk about you know be, being being negative for for a particular panel of STIs. Um, so it's not and it's it's certainly not to to to, to judge you guys or, or or to even or or to even like I don't know what you believe because you haven't specifically told me. So I'll, I'll wait for that. But what I will say is that um, is that is that it it seems to me that binaries can sort of get in the way of understanding where where you are with this stuff because you because then you then you need to put yourself into a spot on a continuum that that may not be where where you are. Right. And also you Christina and you Stephanie may be having very, very different experiences, but with the same symptoms, you know, Mm -hmm. and what what you, and assuming that you want to get to a place where you are becoming multi-orgasmic and assuming that that's what you actually even want, you may need to do very different things in order to get there.
1: Well, I, let me just step in. Like, I think, um, you probably I think it sounds like you've misunderstood what we've what we said, or it, but it's oh. interesting that that's it's what interesting you heard. that that's what you heard. Yes. <laughs> but Sorry. um, no, 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 no. It's no, it's just what do you conversation.
2: think a, that was? No, being-
1: I mean, first of all, it's not there's no goal. I mean, it's not like you and I I'll speak for myself. I, yeah. There's no goal for me about my sexual journey. I do orgasm multiple times. I haven't before. It's been like but And it's not a goal uh-huh. of mine to go. Uh, to get married to be polyamorous to be seen, to be mon- married like, some people have those goals some people do But i'm just saying like for myself. I there, there is no goal. I'm just into I my The all I try to do is endeavor to be as connected to myself in the moment every day uh, and be honest with um, What i'm experiencing and be aware of what i'm experiencing and so for me all that journey it's just been interesting and this is why it's interesting mm-hmm. i feel to talk about it on the show is it's just been an interesting um kind of cat not catalog but well that you've been story. in an open place yeah well it's just been no it's just no. like it's been an interesting journey okay so it's going from one place to another to another and now and it's just interesting that you and i are going through something similar right now and it it's, yeah. it's probably an age thing. We spend a lot of time know. together. We do, but also, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, it's I don't like our know. Periods why. But I do think it is and a now little our bit our orgasmic situations sinking up. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, th- I do think it is a little bit, little bit different. But, but I'm going through something similar where, and um, where I'm feeling um, like I'm not. I've I've sort of cleared my my casual carousel. That's there's no judgment. It's just that I don't have um, any consistent real lovers. Um, and I think this is just a draw toward where I am in my life creatively. Um, the
2: focus is on something the focus. Else.
1: I've also something in has been born inside of me to want to be in uh, a, a deeper relationship. And there's no judgment of this. It's just this. Well, is with where a singular I, person. I, I liked what Jamal I hit am. on,
2: though, which is, yeah, I do want to be careful to say it's true. I've had casual relationships yes, that, no, no, that but, are connected. Nobody's right that the way we said it sounded almost. So I do. It's you're right. I I have had very intense connected casual dynamics and then and they're beautiful and they exist in the moment. But I feel like my shift has been I'm I'm not connecting as deeply as I used to with my casual connections. Right. Like that is the shift. And,
1: right. And so the question then is, wow, is there something wrong with me? In the sense, not wrong with me. But I like, say am this, I hurt or
2: am I hiding? Am I hurt? Because am, I'm, am I
1: hurt? Yeah. Am I hiding? Exactly. Like, is there something that mm. I need to become aware of? Or is this simply a phase? And I think, I think it's easy for, for everyone listening. I think it's. it's well, I don't even,
2: sorry. I don't, fa- like for me, it's not necessarily a phase. It's, it feels uh, like well, an evolution. Sh- an
1: evolution. This is what I mean. Like a different life phase, a different life. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, uh-huh. And so I think for a lot of people out there, and I think culturally, we go. It's easy to judge ourselves for it and say, "Oh, something's wrong with me. It's broken. It's broken." But
2: um, let me fuck everyone to- until I orgasm multiple times again. It's supposed to be this way. <laughs> hey, I'm supposed
1: welcome. to. I'm supposed to want this. I'm supposed to do this, <laughs> and to maybe let go of that and embrace <laughs> that there are different phases <laughs> in life. Uh, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, I think. Um, I mean, what? What? what I have there well, first, first of all, like, I'm super happy that you, that you guys, um, that you guys told me actually where you are coming from. Like from that's, that's in line with what I believe. And, uh, and so I'll answer so I, and, and I like to see myself reflected every single place. <laughs> <laughs> Don't so we all done. well tapped into the universe. <laughs> exactly. so um, but then, but then, but, but also, um, um, yeah it, it is I mean like it also it also rem- reminds me of my, of my own journey like I'm not really like I'm I'm I've got fewer casual partners and it has been a thing that I have been judging myself for because I thought that 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 it made me less feral and it made me less of a man and mm-hmm. I honestly even thought that it would make me less less able to excite my partner
2: mm-hmm. I
0: thought if I didn't have my sex taps running
2: Wow
0: the time, then, like you know then i uh oh God I hate this term, but my my primary partner i the, the my primary partner would feel it it w- would feel that drop off right and right. And, and then in, in within two weeks we'd be we, we we'd be in like know, that
1: boring here. normal like that normal boring zone that we <laughs> like nobody wants to be in right yeah. the dead zone. Yeah. I totally exactly. relate with this Jamal like because I've been exper- I've and actually C- Christina T you um you helped me see this but I've been really judging myself for it too because I'm like oh my god I feel like I feel like I sound like some conservative old woman right now. Know?
2: Like for some people, they want to like, be conservative, but like us with our show, we're like, we're cool, we're down with anything. Right, but it's like, but it's like, but I can't, I can't
1: deny where I'm at, you know. And who knows if the where it would shift or whatever. But it, it is interesting that the for me, the judgment for myself is that yes, that oh god, I'm going to become a normal woman that like that every guy you know says that she just wants marriage and wants them and is attached and these are fears this is not like i'm not yeah. coming from a i'm not coming from a oh i want to cling on to my partner and just have him it's not it's it's i don't i don't you know or, i really don't think it's coming from a or place is like that, that no is that what you is want that what, is that what that's not yeah. no but well, it but it's interesting that i that there is the judgment and and like a fear of sharing that with people <laughs> maybe it is because we have the show but i don't know
0: well, again, so what what comes up for me there is is to always ask ask yourself what tools do you have for self inquiry, what tools do you have that will help you um, to actually see where you are, you know. Um, for me, for me, um, orgasm meditation and and some of the tools that 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 that, that one one taste has um, have been good for me, uh, but. For somebody else it might it might be just meditating or just writing a right. lot or or just or just talking it out in you know with 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 their loved ones. I have a I have a friend who talks to himself. Yeah. I have a friend who go in a room and do that. <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah, and it and you know, it's funny because like I have the tools, I get where I'm at, like I get it. I'm just afraid mm-hmm. to admit it.
2: Yeah, but <laughs> you know what I mean. No, no, no. But, no. but like, what's but scary? Really. <laughs> no, I get it. But that's that's I think can sometimes be the biggest hurdle. I mean, look, I was in a relationship where um, I've talked about it a couple times on other shows, but for me, it was almost like this financial imbalance. Where, um, sorry, one second. Uh, sorry. So uh, there was a financial imbalance where um, you know he made more money, and I remember all these anxieties coming up about my fear as a um as an independent woman being like needy and having like all of a sudden becoming like the housewife role and um and he had this fear too and like so we were both like harboring this weird anxiety that would come out in weird ways and it was like if we just had a conversation about it you know but we were we were in denial I mean that's what it is it's Uh like so that can become the most dangerous enemy I think and it's like how do you um how, what are the tools to make sure you don't stay in that space?
0: Well, I think, I mean, without without going into a full list of all the tools, I think, again, like we come back to this thing that we talked about in the beginning, which is go ahead and be crazy in public, you know? Yeah. Like the, Start the, with the, expressing the early it. Say, mm-hmm. The earlier you can say, I don't, I don't necessarily have all the edges of this feeling, but I feel like I'm afraid of being a housewife. And is and, and the more willing you are to actually be in approval of that feeling too yeah. to just go that's okay. that's how I feel right now. what's under that? And then you keep on going, well what's under that? And then you ask yourself that those kind of questions a lot um, and you do it with with people that you trust and people and people that, that, that you believe in and believe in you, then you're likely to get to the bottom of it you know and and, and then it'll also become a lot easier to admit where you are. Because you realize that, that 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 admission is is a tool that will actually give you freedom.
2: Right. Yeah. On that note, I, I just I think it comes back to what we've the words we've been using are mindfulness, awareness through meditation usually i mean there are other ways of accessing it but yeah or that, even, that can bring you there or just
1: like even the beliefs that we you know that we talked on earlier with that with that woman that you dated and the, the aids through the tits yeah uh, like <laughs> but even being aware of our beliefs and whatnot right and, but and our limitations. i feel
2: like to start awareness like i think about when i was younger i would sort of I'd call them like emotional burps, right? Like you, like it burps up, and you kind of are like, "Oh, that's weird," huh. and you, and you like wave waving it away, it. yeah. And then, and then you kind of keep going, but that is the moment. That is what that, you're supposed to like grab onto, and then go, "Okay, I need to say it out deeper. loud. Who do I talk to about that? Right. Who do I? What's going and, on?" You and, know? Be, and be
1: curious about it instead of just waving it away, like, "Oh, that's that smells awful or whatever," yeah. and get it out of your way.
2: Like really, like, be what is that? like yeah. for me it's like wow what is that but to me it is i guess i and maybe it's obvious like i don't want it to sound didactic but i i do feel like you know jamal you said whatever those tools are without going into detail but i like to me our listeners even for me it's like well i need those tools what what are the tools yeah. you know what <laughs> what are some of the ways to like engage in that um
0: yeah um i guess the reason i was low to 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 go ahead and give people a, um, a, b- a bunch of tools is because I think that they 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 are pretty well t- t- tailored to the individual. But um, okay, so I love I love orgasmic meditation. I think I think the act of doing that is it gives you a lot of access to all the things that we're talking about. Like for instance, there's a there's a, there's, there's a thing called giving frames that happens at the end of of, a, of, a, of an orgasmic meditation pro, um, um process in which you Uh, And your partner both give one moment during the OM where you where where you describe a physical sensation you had in your body during the OM. You know, Mm -hmm. so that kind of tool gets you really good at knowing how you felt, which actually how you felt physically, which which often is connected to how you feel emotionally in a moment when you would. When when you are out of control, right? When you when you are deep in the throes of orgasm, you still are 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 working on paying attention enough that you can talk about specific moments in time how your body felt. Um, and I think that that sort of thing has direct carryover in, into what we're talking about when like like if we're looking to do self assessment, you know, you can go, oh man, I got super mad at my boyfriend. I wonder what was going on. I would be, because I've been practicing orgasm meditation, I am aware enough to know that I was yelling about the dishes, but it didn't feel like the dishes were the thing that got me going. So what could it be? And then all of a sudden you have this tool for like digging deeper mindfully, you know, at, at a lot of different levels of, um, arousal. I use the word arousal in this case to not just mean sexual arousal, but just like mm-hmm. excitement, in your body, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say the other tool is honestly writing is journaling um I mean again half of these tools are really simple you know and that's the other thing it's just it's just about doing them a lot well, if I'm you wake up every morning them. exactly if you wake up every morning and you journal about about like you know the positive things in your life and the things that are bothering you and you and and you and you start to dig down you know um, then then I guarantee you it will it will, it will help your life and, get, and give and give you a lot more ability to see what's going on. There's something that, that they use in um in uh in a guys meditation um or rather One Taste, which is an organization that sort of has popularized a guys' meditation. Uh, they use uh, fear inventory, which is another great tool. Um uh, and in, in a fear inventory, you'll just go down through all the fears and you'll just dig. You know you'll say something like I have fear that um I'll do terribly on this podcast. Because I have fear that my coaching business won't, you know, won't, <laughs> won't, won't, won't reach a level that 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 I, I, that I needed to financially. And then I'll go, why do I fear that? Because I right. fear that, um, you know. And then you'll just go down and down yeah, and down. Yeah, and, and, and that's down.
1: really discovering the landmines and those bombs mm-hmm. that exist in us.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so I would say, like, I would say that those three things are the things that I can think up right now to tell your listeners Mm -hmm, but I mm -hmm. also would say that your listeners should literally google you know google mindfulness exercises (laughs) and there are so many you know like I don't want to videos on YouTube (laughs) yeah honestly honestly yeah
1: and you know and even like um I would say it's even shifting a mindset so that even when you're out And your daily life, like if even if you're not sitting down and actually meditating or actually journaling when you're out and you're at line at Starbucks and somebody says something that's maybe not even directed at you or they maybe do say something to you or somebody does something that's super minor, like they reach in front of you and and pick something up and leave. And they I don't know, there's something about it that pisses you off instead of just brushing that aside and being like, uh, you know, that guy is such a whatever. and, And, you know, and and feeling what you feel. And just accepting that for that's just who I am. That kind of stuff is just wrong and that's what I believe and this is who I am and this is how I'm going to react. If when I think whenever we have a moment where we're feeling like disturbed in some capacity, there is room. That's that's I feel like a flag. It's the flag directing our attention towards something within ourselves. And that's a moment that happens hundreds of times throughout a day where we can stop and be like wow what is that and I there's so many flags no i know but we all do but i think <laughs> but i do think that the there's this pervasive and i hear it all day long there's this pervasive thing in within our culture of well that's just how i am accept it and it's like, uh-huh. <laughs> no, <laughs> like ask yourself uh-huh. some questions. There's like, that's not you. That's a behavior. Well, that's a me, reaction. Wait, wait, but based let me say on, that. That's a reaction based on something that's been programmed
2: within e- you. Yeah. But I feel like that's to me, that could sound a little judgmental of like what people are feeling. And I agree that that's um, a response people can have. But I feel like I want to say usually those feelings are stressful, like they make you feel bad so sure no but without judging it like if you feel bad then you probably want to explore it more that's
1: all i'm saying yeah when i know but i want to give like
2: that listener like that choice you know what i mean like that it's not i don't know anyway it's a nuance it's splitting hairs i don't want
1: to (laughs) be i don't want to sound judgmental of anyone but freaking i do this all the time all day long or
2: whatever but But yeah analyzing yourself not
1: anyway that so that's my that's my I guess tip if we're if we're having yeah. tips tips and tricks right now.
2: What well, yeah, what we individually do. Yeah. Um. So, on that note, <laughs> gosh, Jamal, <laughs> Jamal, thank you.
0: Thank you your, guys for
2: bringing your wisdom and your own journey.
0: Yeah, it's 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 funny. Um, I always start talking about sex, and I always end talking about mindfulness and like much bigger themes. You know, like yeah, all the time.
1: You know, because, you know, and, and we were talking about this too, Christina, it's, it's. um I think it, everything always directs inward because sex is rooted in attraction, really, and attraction is rooted in what you project outward or what you're giving. And so in order to look at that, I think we really have to look at ourselves and oh my what God. we are putting no. out there.
2: And really, it's... Oh. Yeah, we right.
0: need another hour. I want to talk about attraction for an hour. I know, I know. <laughs> another show, another yeah. show. Well, we'll have, we're gonna uh,
2: have you visit again, Jamal. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> let's. I just want to remind everyone about your um, workshop coming up April twenty fourth. So it's in Costa Rica. Uh-huh. It's a retreat. Um, so cool. It's
1: be <laughs> and and. Uh, if you can't make the one in April, because that's super soon, uh, they have other retreats as well. That so will stay, come up. stay tuned yeah. um, on that website. It's BeWellBeOrgasmic.com. And your personal coaching site, Jamal, is JamalJohnsonCoaching.com. So you can check mm-hmm. out Jamal's work there and get in touch yeah. with him there. And
2: you are you are New York-based, right, Jamal? Is that mm-hmm. is Are there sure. kind of Skype capabilities for people or, yeah. you know, how does that?
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm 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 not getting paid for this, but I like Zoom so much more than Skype. And, uh, and, uh, and and I'm 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 very very happy to sit, to to see clients uh via like online as well.
2: Okay, sure, but you you know you'll meet them halfway if they don't want to download Zoom. <laughs> 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 I feel like we forced you onto Skype for this call. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's totally fine. It's totally fine. I'll, I'll use Skype too. <laughs> yeah,
2: but uh, thank you so much. I mean, it's just fascinating. Um, I don't know the lens into orgasmic meditation and, and you connection. Know, and, yeah, yeah. But I love your openness as well. Like if you're not ready to take your pants off in front of people. <laughs> He's into it,
0: <laughs> though. We hope you get to that point. <laughs>
2: well,
0: yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. I mean, like, like everyone is actually fine where they are, you know. And the question is just like, it's just what are they committed to, and what, and and what's next for them, like, and and what they're willing to do do to get to that next place. And there's just there's a million places to be, and I and I encourage everybody to inhabit as many of them as they can.
2: Awesome. So one more time, be well, be orgasmic. dot com. Hello. Yes and uh and, and jamaljohnsoncoaching.com <laughs> right and you are listening to tna talk sex i'm t and i'm a and please join us on uh, social media and
1: instagram specifically we like it it's yeah. at Sex. uh
2: and if you found this helpful write a review on itunes that would if be you're great. listening through that <laughs> have a good day